0: Welcome to Bandit's Keep. I'm Daniel. It is OSR October day twenty six. So as we've been cruising through this month, uh, somehow I got into this uh, this trend of showing or talking about various supplements and adventures and things like that. Or systems that I've been looking at. A lot of them I've been pulling off my shelf that I haven't looked at in a long time. And was remembering how I got into the OSR, the things that brought me into the mindset that I would consider OSR, the DIY mindset, the uh, the kind of like Looser rule set mindset. Rule set mindset. (laughs) Um, And even as I mentioned in the past podcast, you know, when I was running at the same time, I was running primarily fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, and it really changed my approach to gaming. So I think OSR is so many things, as we've all been talking about, and the DIY aspect and the rules light aspect or the rulings over rules aspect is something that I want to talk about today with this supplement. And the reason why I had this long preamble is because. Like I said, I've been pulling stuff I haven't really been looking at in a while, but this is a game that I actually play a decent amount. Although I got to play more, I, you know, you go through trends, right? And it is called The Hateful Place. You may have seen me talk about this before. I've even made a supplement for it available on Drive RPG. But, anyways, <laughs> this game is really interesting. It's made by a gentleman named Dave Mitchell, who is very, very nice. And I'm just gonna read this uh, this intro a role-playing game system for one and or more players for settings from all times and all places provided that they are in darkness. This is an alternate history present and future in a world gone very wrong. There is a hateful place somewhere in my mind. So I'm not a big grim, dark person as you may have guessed when, when, uh, from the various things I do and The appeal of this game for me really wasn't the dark part of it, although I've definitely played up on that, and it's really fun to kind of imagine what could be the darkness. And I'm not going to do a full system overview here of this game um, because I want to focus on something else, but maybe I will. If people are interested in that, give me a call. I'll talk more about the game. But what I really love about this game is its simplicity. There is no implied setting. There is no implied time. There is no implied idea except for the fact that the world has gone to heck and... The PCs are just trying to survive. So, the beyond the really simple mechanics, which again I'm not going to get into the whole system, I want at least let's see. The book is sixty-four pages, including this blank page in the back and character sheet and stuff. And starting at page thirty-three, so halfway through the book. We get the generators and he's made several books for this. I think there's three books now in the core system and all of them are chock full of generators. Generators equals random tables and random tables can be super, super fun. I want to point out too that the rules themselves that are the first 33 pages, part of them have an example of play, which is uh, five pages long, it looks like, or four pages long. It's got some demons and monsters. It has sp- the spells, which is some of my favorite part. And then it has a combat example and everything else you need to play the game. So again, this is a very simple game. But I thought it would be fun just to whip this out today and to use these generators to create the beginning of a scenario. This game really is designed for one-shots, and you can take this You can take this for, we can use it for any system. So I think it's really great. Uh, The core book is available now as PDF or print. I will put a link to it in in the show notes, of course. But let's look at this. World state generator. This is a D6 table. Post-apocalyptic anarchy. Post-apocalyptic anarchy. Period generator. Two. First to 15th century. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that's like Middle Ages. That's like D&D, right? Setting generator. This is AD20 table. That's a 13. A river. Okay. So we are in a post-apocalyptic world in anarchy that is a medieval world basically. Anywhere from, well, I mean, I guess first century wouldn't be medieval, but it's, you know, you're thinking like D&D time, either late ancient I'm going to say it's late ancient. I am not a history buff. But I'll, let's Let's say we're going to place it around the 11th century because that's basically D&D. Okay, so we are near a river. Cursed setting. Ooh, there's a cursed setting. So let's roll on this table. Well, I got a 10. The Pool of Lucene. Ooh, the Pool of Lucene. Interesting. We're at the Pool of Lucene near a river. Hmm, okay. Random execution generator. Okay, let's see. There's an execution going on, we'll say. 14. Drowned. (laughs) That works out. So the Pool of Lucent is clearly someplace that they drown people in this uh, post-apocalyptic anarchy. Okay, let's check out the PC's, uh, the perceived uh, crime status generator. So you roll this when a PC enters into this area to see what the people think, if they think they're criminals or not. Five. Skull. F word, arrest on site in prison and torture, release and follow. No reason required. Oh, this is a dangerous area for the PCs. They know that if they're seen here, they are going to be arrested, tortured, and then released. So where are we starting? Starting place. 16. Fighting a god. All right. <laughs> so the PCs have come into this place where they are... Uh, going to be arrested uh, so that's it's a dangerous place. So they're there for some reason, right? Why would you go someplace so dangerous to them? In this anarchy, this medieval anarchy, after an apocalypse, they're they're near a river, near this pool of Lusum where they drown people, and they're fighting a god. Huh, what kind of a god? I'm thinking kind of more of a, uh, a Conan-esque god, you know, it's some kind of a demon or something that you could actually de- de- defeat. Now, if you didn't want to do that, well, we'll go back to this in a second. Let's just keep rolling. Oh, and here's our start generator. So they're fighting a god, but what else is happening here? This may not actually fully work. Uh, sometimes if you're getting too deep into generators, they start getting a little weird. So let's just see what we get here. There's actually two different tables. I'll roll. I rolled an 18. We'll look at the first one. Holding on to a burning rope in a burning castle. Okay. Or unconscious and alone. I don't think unconscious and alone works well for what we're doing here since we're fighting a god. So we're holding on to a burning rope in a burning castle. So apparently there's a castle near the pool of Lucen. Maybe the pool of Lucen is in the castle. Uh, And they're probably hanging over the pool, right? Because they're gonna be drowned in there if they fall in. There are sea encounters. We have cursed items, rewards. All right, here we go. Let's see what the reward will be if they complete this mission or this uh, part. Oh, they get a horse. (laughs) They're in search of horses for some reason. They're gonna get horses before we're doing this, uh, this mission. All right, perfect. So let's check here, we got... All right, let's, let's throw a rumor together and see if we can actually whip up some kind of weird scenario out of this. Six. There's a flooded cave nearby. After swimming through it, you will find a cave full of weapons and valuables, all of which are cursed. Now, I don't know why you'd want the cursed weapons, but perhaps you want to destroy them. Maybe the cursed weapons are something that you want you know, you'd have to. So let's think about this. We are in a post-apocalyptic world in the 11th century. The, they're near a river. And they've come to this castle that's near a river with a pool inside that's used for drowning executions. The pool of Lucin. And when the when we do our opening scene, and man, OSR people love those opening scenes where you're starting to fight, right? So we start in a fight. They're fighting. They're battling this god over this pool of Lucen. Where they're and they're hanging off of a rope, a burning rope, they're hanging from it, probably above the pool, right? So our starting scenario is they've got to figure out how to defeat this god or be able to get you know to a safe place. They can't climb up, obviously. Um, <laughs> you know, and they don't want to go down. But once they get uh past this first scenario, they're looking to uh swim through uh, an underwater cave to get to this this uh cache of cursed weapons. Maybe the cursed weapons are being used by these uh, this these worshipers of this demon, right? Maybe the curse is that they they empower the demon when they're used or something to that effect. So, you know, to a regular person like us, it'd be a curse, but to the demon worshipers, it's great. So you want to get in there and destroy those weapons. And maybe, and it says the rewards of horses is horses. So maybe these, uh, these people in this castle have a huge cache of horses. So you're going to do all this and then once you defeat those bad guys, you know, you can take their horses because why not? Why wouldn't you take somebody's horse? But the other thing you've got here is so. And again, this goes on and on. There's the, that was we're just kind of working our way through it. There's rumor tables, as I said, random monster encounters. There's also this is great. So he's got these. Uh, let's see. We're flipping back now. We're flipping back to they have random monster slash scenario generator. So this is just a D twenty table just to spice your brain up. I rolled a ten cannibal party your party reveals its true hungry nature oh man <laughs> hey there um all right or we can go here he's got modules these don't These don't roll on he says them like plotted out so let's read the first one okay 1a the rejected pet a scientist man of science has hired you to kill an escaped monster a monster that he created. A monster that now has no other purpose than to hunt down and kill the creator that built and abandoned and denounced it. That's basically a Frankenstein's monster, right? If the monster kills a scientist, you get nothing. If you kill the monster and the scientist survives, you each get 5,000 currency. Payment on completion and not in advance. You are currently playing hide and seek with the monster in a large garden maze. It appears it is not the only monster in this maze. That's right, the rest of the party are cannibals, right? So we're all monsters. <laughs> so when we look at the Hateful Place, I think this really embodies a lot of what I think of when I think of the OSR. I guess you could, the mechanics, which again, if so, if you wanna call in and I could do a whole show on this, but after OSR October, the mechanics of it, I guess could work with the TSR module if you wanna keep that, but this is really not compatible with TSR. But it has the DS, DIY aspect. It has the idea, if you've played D&D and I show you a character sheet for this, You would know how to play and it's got this certain kooky randomness that I really love and I think is a hallmark of many OSR type products, especially the ones that aren't just retro clones. So I recommend The Hateful Place highly clearly. I've made a supplement for it because I love it so much. I'm actually working on another one currently. If you've ever played The Hateful Place or you love lots of random charts and stuff or you have anything else you'd like to tell me, go ahead and leave me a message. You can find a link to the way to do that in the show notes or many links. There's a link to Anchor themselves where you can leave a message. There's a link to my Discord. Join up and join the conversation. Lots of fun chat going on over there, and you could send me a, a private message, and I will play it here on the show. You could also find me on the Audio Dungeon, Clerics World Ringmail, and Grizzly Peaks Radio Discords, where I hang out and chat with everybody. So go ahead and leave me a message there, and I'll talk to you soon.